Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Friday. This is your boy Sharif, your host for today from In Between Cars. It's been a long week, guys. I hope you guys made it. Just a couple more hours, eight more hours, right? Just finish strong. And I uh, hope you guys have a good Friday. Head home, go out, have fun, enjoy life. And yeah. So today's episode is about my <laughs> my interesting day at my previous job at the lock sack facility. So this story is prior to the one uh, about the guy I used to work with that um, said that his wife was killed and uh, he's being uh, put there by the military. But this so this story is prior to that. So this is like my first or second day there and uh, I just barely clocked in into the facility. Uh, pr- printed out my schedule. I had, I believe, seven patients that day. So, and all of them were new. So I had to do my chart review, so what diagnosis they had and stuff like that. And this place has like uh, five wings. So our north wing, a south wing, east wing, west wing, and a special wing called uh, advanced care. So, uh, so a little about about these wings. The north wing is like um, a re- really high uh, functioning, really high functioning patients. So these patients are about to go home pretty soon. And then there's advanced care. Advanced care is more patients that are unresponsive and um, not really mobile. So therapists are there to kind of like help them increase range of motion and get them dressed and stuff like that. And then there's South Wing. South Wing is, it's really bad. It's only males. And those those males are, uh, in terms of cognitive, range from severe bipolar to severe schizophrenia. I mean, these guys are a mean bunch. I've been threatened there couple times and almost got hit but uh you know i got some pretty good dodging skills so <laughs> i was able to dodge those uh those hits from those patients anyhow uh and then now there's a uh, uh, east wing east wing is more like uh oh sorry i didn't say west wing so west wing is like mellow like kind of mellow patients they're okay but not so okay like 50 50 and then the east wing east wing is like a little bit of West Wing and a little bit of, of uh, South Wing, but it's not not too much. It's like just a little bit, just a tad bit. So um, I did my wing. I did my North, uh, West, South, Advanced Care, and then I made my way to East Wing. I was doing my last round in East Wing because you know there's like a little coffee machine by there, <clears throat> so I like to get my coffee at the end of my rounds. Anyhow. Uh, I entered uh, East Wing. East Wing is like a L shape. So I entered from the short end of the wing. And then when you go around the corner, uh, around the nursing station, there's a long part of the wing. So I entered through the short end of the wing. And, uh, you know, patients are like uh, just kind of there, you know, like sitting and standing or I don't know what they do. Sometimes like they're just, do what, they're just doing whatever they want. So... Most of the patients are scattered, out, scattered throughout the whole wing. So I entered the short end of the wing. 
I said good morning to everyone. Like, hey, good morning. What's going on? What's, I hope you guys have a good day. And then um, I reached the nursing station. See if the nurses are there. No nurses are there. Uh, but I think I see uh, I see the uh, the CNA uh, around the corner. And then uh, so I saw my I saw one of the patients that were on my list for today. I went up to him like, hey man, what's going on? Uh, what time would I like to see you? He said maybe later. So okay. And then all of a sudden that that CNA I saw there around the corner, she just like dropped her things. I think she was holding like uh, bedding to change the bed of one of the patients. Uh, she dropped her bedding for the patient's uh, bed and she just booked it like down the long end of the wing. And I, I, I looked I, I looked over and I'm like she's running towards uh, these two patients at the very end of the wing. And one of the patients are, is sitting down in the wheelchair and one of them is standing up. So I was like, what the heck is going on? So just to be safe, I didn't run. I just kind of like brisk walked towards the nurse. And uh, I was walking to the nurse, walking. As slowly I was getting there, I noticed the nurse, the CNA is holding the patient, both of the patient's hands, the one that's standing up and the one that's sitting down. And I was like, why is she holding her hands? So I, I kind of just like, uh, walked around them just to get a better look and I shit you not the patient that was sitting down like gave the patient that was standing up her own feces like her own shit so the patient that was standing up was literally holding another patient's shit and it was just like it wasn't like long or big it was just like a little like a little circle like a little green circle and it just it just stank really bad it was smelled really bad and in the back of my head i'm like dude what the hell is going on this is like my first or second day here and there's a patient holding another patient's shit i'm like what did i get myself into but like you know this is like i got this job because i was i just uh barely graduated I passed my boards and I just took any job that was offered to me and I took this right away because the job's a job right but it's just insane right it was insane I saw it was like what the hell is going on <laughs> oh my god and uh, uh, and I told the, the patient that was sitting on the wheelchair that was like kind of getting like uh, was kind of getting aggressive you know like um she started cursing and, and saying like a lot of uh, like weird and provocative stuff. And the CNA was like, okay, was telling the CNA was telling the uh, patient that was sitting there like, you need to stop that, okay? That's this is the last time you're gonna do this. That this is disgusting. You're not supposed to do this. This is inappropriate. And the patient that's standing up, she's like, and she's like uh, a little bit of French. She had like a French accent. She's like. I don't know what this is like uh, what am I holding this what what this is I'm holding uh, <laughs> and then, because I, I'm not trying to laugh at all I'm trying to be professional you know so I'm like I'm like keeping it in I'm like okay this is so funny and it's so messed up but then professionally I'm like okay ma'am uh, yes yeah, the CNA is right you're not supposed to do this it's inappropriate uh, and uh, uh, 
and the patient that was sitting now was like kind of holding the seeing his hand like really tightly and she's like hurting her so i was telling the patient that was sitting out like hey you're hurting the cna look at her look at her arm you're hurting her you need to let her go and she wasn't letting go so i kind of have to like uh pry her hands off the cna like really hard like really aggressively because her she had a tight grip so i just uh you know i pulled her uh her hand away from the cna and then the cna you know, grabbed one of the biohazard bags and placed uh, the feces into the bag and uh, the, and took the patient that was standing up to go wash her hands or, you know, decontaminate her hands. And then the patient that was sitting down grabbed my, my right hand. She grabbed my right hand and then she brought me close and I was like, dude, what the hell is about to go down? Obviously when stuff like this happens, like uh, when a patient uh, hits you or when a patient grabs you or something that's something that's uh, gonna happen to you like uh, uh, physically the number one thing is you do not you do not you do not hurt the patient at all alright because if you hurt the patient and it's like you're doing it out of self-defense doesn't matter because you can either be fired or uh, get your license revoked. So you have to. We, we go through school. We go when we're in, when you're in school for this uh, uh, occupation uh, or made this uh, career. They teach you how to, to like uh, uh, talk to patients instead of like self-defending yourself because talking is better than. <clears throat> excuse me. Talking is better than you know physical aggression or physical defense. So I was talking to her, you know, I was like, okay, um, ma'am, you're hurting me. Look, my hand is hurting. It's turning red. Please don't do this, you know. And as I was t uh, talking to her to, uh, about this, I, was, I mean, as I was talking to her to not hurt me, I was like just grabbing her hand slowly and removing it away from me. And then she, then I put her hands by her wheelchair and she grabbed her, uh, she grabbed the armrest of the wheelchair. And, uh, um, and then she told me, like, just really briefly, and with the mean face, like, with the, with the mean look on her face, she had this scrawny-looking face. She's like, looked at me. She's like, and she said, "If you don't find my shit, I'm going to kill you." <laughs> I just, at the time, I was just like shocked. I was like, my eyes were open, like wide, and my I was like, I was like frozen place. I was like, oh, okay. Um, if I find it, I'll let you know. <laughs> In the back of my head, I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is crazy. Because, like, during my times at, uh, like I said, my prior uh, episode, um, at the time of my, uh, when I was doing this uh, at school, uh, learning to become an OTA or an OT, um, I did not, did my clinicals at a cognitive setting. I did most of my clinicals at, in a skilled nursing facility with like hip patients and uh, stroke patients, but, and uh, I think I did a hand therapy as well. Um, sorry, I'm just making a, changing lanes here. So it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but I, I did not want to do cognitive at all because I know what the patients were like and stuff. But like I said, a job's a job. I got to take it. So 
it was in the back of my head. I'm like, dude, this is freaking crazy. I've never seen this before in my life, and I'm not gonna forget this ever. Like, ever. I'm gonna tell like my kids, my ki their kids, and their kids, or whatever. My future kids, I mean. I'm not. Yeah. Um, and it's so crazy because patients do these things and they don't know that it's good or bad they just do them on an impulse so we as therapists kind of have to retrain them to know what is good and what is bad even though if they don't like it you kind of have to like relearn them that's like one of the aspects in working a cognitive setting it's like just besides uh, getting them back to being able to uh uh, dress themselves, bathe themselves, and uh, toilet themselves. Is a, another thing is to you know help them learn what's good and what's bad. <clears throat> because in their mind they're not they're not there, and the medication can only do so much, you know. And uh, yeah, so when that happened, I was like, I was shocked from the outside and inside. I was like dying. I was like laughing in the inside. So I was like, <clears throat> okay, ma'am. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know when I find it and stuff like that. And it kind of just like walked side out of the wing. And then after I walked side outside of the wing, I was like slowly running running back to my office because I was like, dude, I got to tell someone this. This is crazy. So I reached back to the office and I told my coworkers and they started laughing and stuff like that. You know, when you work at uh, at any setting, it's, it's good to have like humor and good to have like uh, you know, just get to like laugh and stuff like that because every single day these patients go through like rough, rough times. You know, uh, they either have like a cold blue, or they're severely cognitive impaired, or they're really unresponsive. You know, like you feel sorry for them. You know, and uh, every single day you can't, you just can't have, you just can't really be sad all the time. You know, you gotta have that human in you and have, uh, you know have some little bit of joy and humor in you because if you just sat all the time it's going to affect you it's going to be tough working with these patients i mean it's good to have a therapeutic relationship with these patients you know and maybe have some companionship because that's that what builds the the rapport with your patient but you gotta learn you have to be really good at, at keeping those keeping that uh one of those emotions to the side and uh see the patient professionally and make them feel comfortable you know make them feel like okay i'm gonna uh go home soon and stuff like that so yeah that was uh that was a really uh intense funny uh shocking uh experience and uh, i have many more stories to come uh and i hope you guys enjoyed this story i hope you guys enjoyed uh my previous episodes and i hope you guys listen to more of my episodes in the future anyhow hope you guys have a great friday all right have a great weekend i'll see you guys next week just to let you guys know uh i release two episodes every week because uh you know i'm kind of a busy man so the only free time i have is you know uh driving from home to work and work to home and uh i don't want to you know have some, release an episode every day uh, i don't want to you know i want my stuff to be fresh and uh, keep my uh my podcast you know good and clean um and organized 
So, yeah, like again, hope you guys have a good Friday. See you all next week. Later.